Hello, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Thundering Herds podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be covering three things in particular. First thing, the USA Olympic basketball team's effort against Nigeria. Um, And then in UFC, it looks like the end of an era And then the third thing is our not-so-favorite Texas Ranger, who's on a tear right now, which is great because he'll probably be traded, um, (laughs) being added to the home run derby Mm -hmm. in in the the All-Star game. So, All-Star game weekend. So let's start first with USA versus Nigeria. Now, I know it was an exhibition. Mm -hmm. I understand that completely. It doesn't count doesn't count, but it's a tune-up for the Olympics. Yes. In 2012, a completely different squad. There may have been some holdovers from, from, the, uh, from that year in the Olympics. The United States beat Nigeria by, by 83. 83 points. <clears throat> and was it last night? They lost by three? Lost. Yeah, they lost. What in the world is going on? Um, you see, I think that um, the Olympic team wasn't really trying, that uh, they were probably just practicing, because those, those guys don't play together. They were probably just messing around, not really giving a, giving a crap. Okay. Because so, so, it doesn't matter right now. You know how, you know how the game, game of basketball goes. Yeah. And the way that we've changed our game of basketball in the United States is to everything's three-point shot. And everything's set up like the flashy three-point. flashy dunks and stuff. Correct. So... What happens if they run up against Luka's squad in Slovenia Mm -hmm. and everybody goes ice cold shooting the three? There's a chance if you don't show up during the Olympics, the USA could be embarrassed and actually lose a game or two maybe. No, that might be a stretch. Mm -hmm. I'd say it's a stretch. But nothing would make me happier than this group of $250 million prima donnas to get their butts slapped <laughs> in the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pride and country, USA all the way and all that. I don't think that these guys are a true representation of the American dream. Now, I'm rooting for the swimmers, the boxers, the powerlifters, the track and field people, all of that. But these They're guys... are so full of themselves. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, of course I want them to win because it's the United States, but it would be cool to see Slovenia give them an, a little bit of an upset upset there because they did win the European exhibition bracket to make it to the Olympics, so... Luka! Luka might stand a chance. Um, so the next talk- topic we're going to get to is Poirier versus McGregor 3, and we all know that ended with a broken ankle that Conor McGregor ended up with after a minute and a half or something into the first round. <coughs> so, um, and then he called out Poirier again and said that his wife was in his DMs. And Poirier said, there's going to be a rematch, whether it's in the octagon or whether it's on the sidewalk. So, there's a lot of tension there. And I think McGregor, if he fights again in the UFC, which he probably won't, is gonna get his butt whooped by Poirier again. You know what he? You know what he reminds me of? Now this is 
this is not a fair representation because two completely different levels. <clears throat> At the end of the greatest boxer of all time's career, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Technically Ali, not the best, record-wise, but I mean, yeah. But there was never a infamous. bigger celebrity, bigger personality. He is. Okay. Or was. <clears throat> We'll live forever. I mean, I remember growing up, the whole Ali thing. We used to be able to watch Muhammad Ali fight on ABC Wide World of Sports. Or you get to see it on, on just regular television yeah. when he fought Frazier and Holmes and, and mm -hmm. oh gosh, that man, litany of guys. But at the end of his career, he fought Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes ended up being a really, really good champion. Larry Holmes was a sparring partner for Muhammad Ali early in his boxing career. And I remember Larry Holmes talking about it when it was over and done with. After he beat Muhammad Ali, he mm -hmm. said when he was beating him and he knew that they were going to stop the fight, Larry Holmes had tears in his eyes. He was destroying his hero. Mm -hmm. The opposite side of this, McGregor is a big flashy talker. Mm -hmm. He's a circus and all the stuff around him. But I don't think anybody is really crying over beating the crap out of Conor McGregor because his skills have gone away. I think that's the big difference. He was, probably for the last 10 years, probably the biggest personality in the UFC. Yeah. But I think Except he's Except for burned. maybe like Brock Lesnar, but that's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, but he... I think he's he's ruined his reputation. He's burned so many bridges. He's, he's become... Everybody thought he was cool because, you know, like the, the McGregor, like, walk with his arms. Oh, yeah, you had a lot of athletes imitating that yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah. When he was at the height but of now, being the greatest. now, everybody sees him as this pompous, just straight up... <clears throat> rude person. He like, can't back it up anymore. He can't. His he can't. body He's, fails him. He talks the talk, but he can't <clears throat> walk the walk. You, you got a great big mouth. You've got to be able to get in in this sport, especially. You got to be able to get in the it, ring. Yeah, you got to be able to back it up, or yeah. else somebody's gonna be or defend crap out of you. Be able to defend yourself and survive. These guys are out there trying to kill each other, and there have been people that have died in this sport because they weren't prepared. They were in over their head. I don't Poirier see... is just a different animal. He's a different animal. Yeah. Poirier, I don't think he gives a shit. He doesn't need all the attention. He doesn't gonna, need to stand there. He's going to beat his ass. Oh, I, whether I, or not it's in the octagon or not. I don't, I don't think there needs to be... I think Conor McGregor, the best thing that he could do... Go into hiding? <laughs> no. Go into the commentary side of it. Oh my god, he would be so annoying. Yeah, but you know what? That's my Dana White's already enough. <laughs> I mean... But that might be what this sport really needs to take it over the top. And have somebody... I mean, who do you want comment on this? You know the guy who proposes to, to be this expert and he's somehow launched himself in the middle of all this? Stephen S. Smith has been <laughs> commenting on UFC and all this kind of stuff now for a while. And none of these UFC boxers have any respect for him. There's a video out right now of Stephen A. Smith training with a, a boxing coach. He's swinging from the hips and punching down. 
They were laughing at him. He is he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It's just like cowboy football, just like the NBA, Stephen A is a fraud. He's just a this, big mouth. This took a turn I was not expecting. He's I, the Connor <laughs> he's the Connor McGregor of sports talk. Okay. That's what Stephen A is. Okay. You know, he, can't, he can't back it up, huh? Can't back it he up. He can't back it up? Can't back it up. <laughs> okay. So the next topic we're going to get to here is um, Joey Gallo. And we already know that he's an all-star along with Kyle Gibson and Adolis Garcia for the Texas Rangers. But um, he has announced this last week that he will be participating in the Home Run Derby. And um, I believe that it will come down to him versus Shohei, Battle of the AL West. I think he's going to take the crown. I think he's going to win the Home Run Derby. It's what he's built for. I mean, he might he might strike out in the Home Run Derby, though. He's really good at that. But um, I think I think uh, we'll see a Josh Hamilton-esque performance from him. Oh, wow. Like 29 home runs in yeah. one round? I mean, yeah. that's, that's pretty crazy. I think I think Otani takes it just because of There's a good chance. who he is. And you know what? You, I, I, you Otani's going to win the MVP. You and, put Joey... Uh, Back to back with Otani. Oh my gosh! Those are two big men. Yeah, big. A men. lot of people think that Joey's gonna be um. What team? Oh, is it a White Sox or it's it's like a a team that's on the up and up right now? You know where he should go with the with the elevation. Joey should go to Colorado. Oh my God! He would hit <laughs> six hundred foot home runs. That would, that that's where he's about to go. He's about to do a home run. He the, might hit a 600-foot home run in the Home Run Derby. He might. He might. But here's my question He said he's for going you. for 500, but I think he's got that on the first swing. Should somebody hitting below 240, who has just as many non-home runs as home runs <laughs> for the year, be an all-star? The way... I mean... A month it's, ago. it's all based on voting, Dad. It has nothing to do with whether you're qualified or not. I mean, Mike Trout has been hurt for the past three months, and he was picked to start the All-Star game in center field. There are a lot of people that aren't paying attention. They just go off of the they name. Just, yeah. They just vote for who they're going yeah. to. A month ago, before Joey got hot, would he be in the All-Star game? No. No. So Would Adolis Garcia be in the All-Star game two months ago? No, because nobody knew who the hell exactly. he was. Now... Things can change very, very rapidly. Who, in your opinion, coming out of the All-Star game and going into the trade deadline on the Rangers is gone? Um, Joey Gallo. Um, I think Kyle Gibson will be out of here. Uh, what about, what about the, uh, what about the Maybe the Levi reliever? White. What about the save, the save guy, the guy, the guy was with Kansas City. I, for, I always forget his name, but probably Ian Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, he'll Ian Kennedy. Be gone. I think he's got 15 saves on a team that's only won like 35 games. You think? I, I, I have another topic. Um, I what? Think, bonus topic. Bonus topic. Bonus topic. Bonus topic. Oh my god! I think we need to talk about the most underrated and overrated players in the MLB because I have two names. That aren't talked about enough. They're talked about, but they're not talked about enough. Trey Turner and Trevor Story, the two white shortstops, are probably the two best shortstops in the MLB. Isn't Turner like the fastest guy in? He's the fastest player in the world, except for 
fast player in the MLB, except for uh, Tim LoCastro, who's a Yankee now. Okay. That guy's sprint speed is insane. But Trevor Story, Trevor Story's fast, too. Irving High School. Yeah, that's true. Trevor, I mean, Trey Turner is probably one of my favorite players in the league. He's in, I mean, and then now I need to talk about probably one of the most overrated players in the league. He is very productive hitting, but he happens to be one of the worst defensive players in the entire MLB, and his name is Fernando Tatis Jr. He has made 18 errors, and he has been out for, I think, a a month total this season due to injuries, and he's made 18 errors. That's pretty bad. I Trey Turner has 11, but... And they do both make spectacular plays at shortstop, but that's just inexcusable. It's like Marcus Simeon, one of the best hitters in baseball, can't play shortstop to save his life. It's, I feel like, if, did they did they keep the DH in the National League? Is it optional now? No, I think it went back to pitching. It went back? I think well, it did go back. I they think Fernando Tatis needs to play for the, in the American League because he is nothing but a DH. That's what I think. Wow. He's the Nelson Cruz of his shortstops. Dad was a better, his dad was a better defense He's the Nelson him. Cruz of shortstops. So uh, let's let's take that topic and I also think off. Aaron Judge is one of the most overrated players. Oh, I, I'm with you there. Always hurt. Always hurt. Yeah, he has hit 21 home runs in the first half of this season. You know who else has? A rookie. He also has more RBIs than you. And his name is Adolis Garcia. 61 RBIs at the break. Yeah. That's the most of any rookie of all time. That's pretty impressive. Let's sixty-one. Let's spin off and most disappointing player this year. I've got one. Say it. Lindor. Francisco Lindor. Oh my God! I forgot to mention his name. What happened I to don't, him? I don't think he's overrated either. I think he's an amazing baseball player. I do. He's having a tough season, and you know, it happens. He's he's gotten hot recently though. Well, home, home run, run today. Yesterday. Grand Slam yesterday. I think he's heating up. I think he'll have a good second half. I think he'll get that average up to 270, and I think that's excusable. I think that's respectable. Final final topic on baseball. Biggest letdown of the year, and it could be anything. And I have a name for you, and you'll go off on a rant because you really love him. Mookie Betts. The injury of Acuna Jr. Oh my god, I love him. Mookie Betts, he's not... I, I brought that up just before you said that. He's not playing terrible, he's playing average. I'm pretty sure he's hitting 270, 13 home runs or something like that. There's enough wealth on that team to spread around That's fine. for, for That's him fine. to figure it out. He has yeah, time. Yeah, he has time because they're going to win games. They beat Arizona 22-1 to yesterday. Well, I mean... Know. Justin Turner hitting over 300. Justin Turner. I love that yeah, man. I love that man. Bearded man. Pop-Tart. Love him. He looks like a gardener. Acuna Jr. is probably my one of my favorite players in the league. He's very exciting to watch, but he suffered a torn ACL, and he's having season-ending season ending surgery, and uh, I just feel really bad for the guy. I think he was probably in the running for NL MVP. Got that average a little bit up. He was leading the NL in home runs, I'm pretty sure. No, it was Fernando Tatis. He was second in the NL in home runs, but I mean, spectacular player. Sad to see him go out, but I mean, you know, it happens. It does, and that's a shame because, you know, somebody's on a streak like that, 
you don't want to see anybody go down with injury. Mm-mm, absolutely not. Most like Mike Trout, you know. Most disappointing. So much. Most disappointing team in the National League this year. Most disappointing team in the American League this year. Most disappointing team in the National League this year. Um, this might be a little confusing because they are playing very good baseball. But I'm gonna have to say the Dodgers because their team average is pretty not good. I mean, they do have three all-stars, but so do the Rangers, so that's not saying much. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then for American League, let me, i got to think about this. Hmm. I, can't, I can't really think of any. The Twins? Twins is a good one. I'd say because the Twins, look at how they ran the away last, with everything the last, last year. two years. They've been. I would agree with they've that. They've been very good. But I got this a team year, in the National League for you, and you tell me whether I've got this team overrated because of the payroll and the talent that they have. You know who's underrated? Who's going to be good in the future? Miami Marlins. Yeah. Jazz Chisholm. How many? Team. How many? That guy's first Jesus number Aguilar. one pitch of the draft you have to have before you get good. They're going to be good pretty for soon. me. I was thinking that they Maybe had the finally cleaned up their house. They got rid of their manager. They were starting fresh. They kept their general manager. Who? What's going on with my Cubs? Oh, yeah. Why, they are why, disappointed. Why are the Cubs so average? They, they've got too much talent to be average. They just got Jock Peterson, too. That's a significant bat. He was playing amazing in the preseason, too. Spring training. Another, another disappointing player in the league He's is not, El, yeah. El Mago. Oh my gosh, I didn't expect anything from him, honestly. He's such an average hitter. Average at best. Well, he's, he's always been clutch, you know, when he needed to in the playoffs and all Chris that. Chris Bryant's playing a hell of a season, though. Yeah, he is. Hitting hell, hitting pretty well. So what else you got? Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, we'll see you guys next week for episode 11 of the Thundering, Her- Thundering Herds podcast. And where are they supposed to look for us now? Um, I think you guys will see us on Spotify this week. Um, last, um, we actually ran out of space on our SoundCloud, so we're going to be moving over to Spotify this week. Um, so look for it on Spotify. I'll change the, um, I'll change the link on our Instagram to the Spotify instead of the SoundCloud. So yeah, that'll do it for this week. And, uh, thank you for listening.